Welcome to the Bambushi Happy Hour. I am Peju Bambushi Rafflesberger. Hi, everyone, and I'm Naomi Bambushi. And this is the Bambushi Happy Hour film and TV edition. How are you, Mom? What's up? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully, sweetie. I'm just, you know, on the countdown to Christmas Day and enjoying all the festivities along the way. We've seen some some really wonderful movies and shows and so forth. And uh, I'm just looking forward to more of that. Yeah, how are you, sweetie? Uh, I am doing really well, Ma. Um, I am just kind of engulfed in all of the Christmas festivities and uh, World Cup is coming to an end. By the time everyone hears this, uh, we will know who the World Cup winner is. So I have my fingers crossed. We'll see. And I'm excited to watch it. Okay. And we want to say congratulations to Croatia. Uh, and we also yeah. say, oh, that's wonderful for you, Morocco. Yeah. You've been proud. You've done yeah. the proud. Oh, so, for sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, Ma, we need to yeah. let everybody know what we are sipping on uh, okay. today. And we are sipping on some, you know, a friend. I, I like to say a friend of the show. Uh, that's right. Tequila, Ricky. That's Ricky right. Kelly. Okay. Cheers to you, Ricky. Okay. Here is to long life and prosperity. Health, wealth, and happiness. Salud. Salud. Oh, nice and robust. Love it. You know I love my ego tequila. Mm-hmm. Okay. Avatar, man. Everybody, we went to go see Avatar last night. Avatar, The Way of Water, directed by Mr. James Cameron. Zoe Saldana, Sam Worthington, Kate Winslet, and Sigourney Weaver are back. Uh, Well, Kate Winslet, I don't think was in the original, but this is 13 years, ladies and gentlemen, later. And in the- Oh yeah, time flies, yeah. Oh yeah, and then the storyline is, in the Avatar storyline is 15 years later. And so Jake, Sully, and Notori have a family now on the planet of Pandora. And unfortunately, they are forced to leave their home and they explore the water in different parts of the planet. The family faces an unfortunate threat, which, you know, guys, is going to be humans. They play a huge role in this. So, Ma, please, what what are your thoughts on Avatar The Way of the Water? I just wanted before you um, chime in. We saw this in 3D and I highly recommend you watch it in 3D. Go ahead, Mom. Okay. Well, you know, this is the thing about it. it. It is a little bit disheartening that the Americans always come in so aggressively. They are always just so nasty, so greedy, so mm-hmm. cruel, so uncaring. And that's just how they're portrayed in this mm-hmm. avatar and, you know, in this particular movie. However... The cast was fabulous. Mm-hmm. The cinematography, the action was just from another world. It was so beautiful, so mm-hmm. engaging, so engrossing. It didn't seem like three hours to me. It was and so, 10 minutes. I get three hours and 10 minutes. It was yeah. so beautiful. You cannot imagine. It was so, it was like you were there. It mm-hmm. was like you were on like a three-hour trip to another planet. It was just sort of Disney World in place. It was just fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. And I understand why it took them so long 
to produce it. It was just well, there was a lot of, you know, issues, mom, between the pandemic and between just, you know, the studio. There was a lot of stuff, but it it was really what I mean is that it was wonderful. It was fabulous. I mean, I I really, really enjoyed it. Um, so what do you what do you give it, Ma? I give it a nine. Top shelf, nine. Top shelf nine? Okay. Okay, great. Yes. Um Having nothing to do with the script at all, but just the pure beauty of the movie. So, okay. So I'm going to say that I really, really enjoyed this film. Um, I thought it was really well done. Uh, The script, whatever. The plot, who knows? It didn't really necessarily make any sense. But um, I just based on the cinematography, the experience alone, um, I'm going to give it a top shelf. And I'm going to go with an 8.5. And I do, I think that you will enjoy it if you see it in regular 2D, but I think it takes it to another level if you watch it in 3D. So it's worth paying a little extra price for 3D. Um, Zoe Saldana was great. Uh, Sam Worthington was great. Um, and the other characters, and Kate Winslet, I, I, you know, it was, it was good to see her back on here and it was good to see, uh, well, back with James Cameron and it was good to see Sigourney Weaver. Um, he is a champion of great female characters and I, and I like that about James Cameron. So, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, okay. He's been, he's been king of the world since, uh, Titanic. Remember? Titanic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So. so yeah. Wonderful, wonderful movie and everyone can enjoy it. You know, yeah. from the babies to the grandmas, everybody can enjoy it. It was really, really, um, uh, just a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you a quick question, Mom, before we move on to the next movie. Do you think it was too violent for children? Uh... I'm going to say no, because it was it was balanced. It had the violence and and it was clearly defined who was the bad guy. You know, the the bad people were clearly defined and it had so much warmth and communication and family and caring. I think it was well balanced. I don't think it was just violent. I think some characters were exclusively violent. Well, I mean, do you think it was too violent for children under a certain age? No, no. No, not at all. Not not when you compare it to what is actually they're exposed to on television and unfortunately in real life. Okay. I, I think it, in fact, was uh, more kinder and more balanced than, than the real world, what they okay. would be subjected to and what they are being subjected to. Okay. I, think I think their real life experiences was too violent. Yeah. Okay. So let's move on to another movie, um, Amsterdam, which uh, came out earlier this year, but now is on HBO Max. And it was directed by David O. Russell. And it is set in the 30s. And it has an all-star cast of John David Washington, Margot Robbie, Christian Bale, and Taylor Johnson. And that is the, the lead from Queen's Gambit. Uh, Rami Malek, Robert De Niro, Zoe Saldana, Chris Rock. And a extended cameo by Taylor Swift. So the movie follows. Did you three- mentioned De Niro. Yes, yeah, oh, okay, okay. You know, right. I don't forget Robert De Niro. Okay, alrighty. Uh, the movie follows three friends: John, David, Margot, and Christian, as they witness a murder, um, become suspects themselves, and somehow unlock a fascist. A larger outlandish plot, Ma. So, what are your thoughts on Amsterdam? 
Amsterdam, I felt, was all over the place. You know, there's some aspects to it were, were comedic. Mm-hmm. You know, some aspects to it were almost slapstick funny, mm-hmm. you know, like back in the day. Other aspects of it was, was very, uh, you know, encouraging. Uh-huh. And then other aspects of it was just really uh, very modern, very today. When you talk about the uh, the attempts to overthrow uh, democracy, mm-hmm. you talk about the wealthy, self-serving, wannabe dictatorship and, and that whole ilk, a lot of it uh, harkens to what is true today. Mm-hmm. And, and that part is real and is gripping. Uh, so overall... I'm gonna say I would give it a seven, and I'm gonna so, and I'm pre. So you're saying premium? So, yes, yeah, yes. I was gonna continue. I okay. would give it a seven premium because some parts of it I, I thought you could not really appreciate where they were going. You mm-hmm. know, you would never necessarily think you're gonna end up because it's so kind of comedic in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would not think that you would end up with such a serious subject matter. Okay. Even though there's a murder, even the murder, even the way the well, there was more than one murder, but there's a murder that there, there's a couple murders involved. Right. And there's a father and daughter involved. But anyway, to make a long story short, uh, the murder that we witnessed, the, the on-camera murder that we witnessed in the beginning of, of the movie was just sort of you didn't know if it was really real or not. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was done in such a kind of funny way, in such a silly way, you know, mm-hmm. it was almost cartoonish. So, but as the story unfolded, you you know, it became more and more serious. So, you know, like I said, it was kind of uneven, mm-hmm. but for that reason, I give it a seven. Good, pretty good performances. I premium would say John David. Yeah, yeah, I would give it a premium seven. Uh, John David, I thought was good. I thought he, you know, I thought he did a good job. Um, Zoe Saldana had just a small part, but a, but a significant part. Uh And then, uh, you know, that's it. I don't want to say too much. And what about Christian Bale and Margot Robbie? They were also in it, ma. Uh, well, I think, I think they did good jobs. They weren't necessarily such likable characters and roles, but, uh, the, the cast was, the cast was pretty good. Overall, I think the cast gets a seven. You know, so uh, that that's kind of how I felt about it. Okay, so you give it a seven premium. Okay, um, so um, I thought that it was okay. Um, I didn't think it was that great. Uh, I thought the acting was, you know, was fine. They have really, you know, very talented actors. Um, I just thought that the plot was kind of all over the place, uh, and it was kind of yeah, hard to follow. Yes, and, I agree with and, you. And right. they start, you you know, they start off the film with saying that most of this stuff actually happened. And I'm like, well, did it? Uh, yeah, I know they said I, some of it actually happened. I, yeah. I mean, and, you know, there was, without, you know, giving anything away, there was eyeballs popping out of a person's head. Well, that's what so, I'm saying. That's it, what it some of it got to be cartoonish. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you know, so it was kind of silly for me. Um, I, I still will stay stick with a premium because I think at the end it kind of wrapped up everything kind of. Yeah, well, nicely. the end redeemed it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, 
And so I, I will go with the premium. Um, I will probably go with the six premium because it's very talented actors. And we know the director is really good, but I just wasn't feeling his direction for this one. But I'm going to go with a premium six. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so that's let's... an average of 6.5, guys. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so let's move on to another film, um, which is Kurt Franklin's The Night Before Christmas. And it is starring Notori Naughton and Luke James and everybody. If you guys forget, he was in the New Edition movie and he played Johnny Gill. And um, obviously this is also featuring Kurt Franklin. And so it's a cute Christmas movie Notori and her estranged daughter are kind of caught in a blizzard and they seek shelter in a church and they meet the parishioners and some old friends and there's some good singing and they make some new friends. But that's, I don't know, what happens in this movie? Uh, what are your thoughts on Kirk Franklin's I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a very sweet and heartwarming warming holiday movie mm -hmm. about... Um, well, mostly about everything about sharing together, fellowshipping together, you know, working together, uh, giving, you know, because there was also uh, a famous star who appeared. She got mm -hmm. caught in the blizzard as well. And, and that was uh, interesting. That brought a little excitement. But there was lots of uh, not negative excitement, uh, good excitement. There was lots mm -hmm. of giving and helping each other out and uh, I think there was e even maybe potentially a love connection going on there. And I think the most significant thing in terms of one-on-one -on -one relationships is that the mother and the daughter sort of made up. The mother and the daughter sort of came together and were able to, you know, talk to each other, you know, along the way. It was a process. That's what happened along the way. It was, you know, a number of things that happened, but I thought it was really good. I thought it was one of forgiveness, a movie of forgiveness and the holiday spirit. And I I want to say something about Kirk Franklin, but um, he had a, a, a lovely part, but I thought he had a very short part. I thought he had a small part. And um, and he was good. He had Well, a very probably he wasn't part. supposed to be in this one period because you know, that's right. probably what happened. Right. So, 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 uh, you know, so I would give it as Christmas movies go, as Christmas movies go. Okay. It's in that particular genre. Uh, I would give it about an eight. A top shelf. That's right. A top shelf. A top shelf eight. Okay. Yes. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, um, I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was um sweet. Um, I thought the singing was really good. Um, I'm I thought that you know the story was kind of simple. Um, it was good to see Notori Norton, and it's really good to see the guy Luke James because I think he has a really good voice, and I like you know to for him to showcase his voice. Um, I'm gonna go with a premium. Um, probably like a premium six and a half. I thought it was good. Um, but I. Yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, okay, I, I don't know what else to to say about it. Okay, okay, all right. So, uh, let's move on to another movie, uh, called Ticket to Paradise, which came out earlier this year, and I think it's now available on Peacock, and it's starring Julia Roberts and George Clooney and Caitlin Dever, uh, who was in Dope Sick, and also Booksmart. And so Roberts and Clooney play a formerly married couple that share an adult daughter played by Caitlin Dever 
And Clooney and Roberts have been divorced for over 20 years and they really just don't like each other. They can't be around one another. Um, their daughter is graduating from law school and decides to take a once in a lifetime trip in paradise. And during the trip, the daughter um, kind of finds someone that she um, has a relationship with and her parents are forced to join their, their daughter in paradise for a once in a lifetime occasion. So Ma, what are your thoughts on Ticket to Paradise? I didn't particularly like it. I don't think it was that well developed. You never did really understand what happened. You know, why all the negative history between Julia Roberts and George Clooney. I didn't quite get that, except they just didn't like each other. And that had been a long standing, you know, uh, situation. They hadn't liked each other for many, many years. They had been divorced for many years. And they were sort of forced to be together. And uh, I was disappointed. You know, a couple of scenes were pretty cute, but, uh, you know, or pretty funny. But no, I didn't. It didn't grab me. I didn't get the kind of chemistry from them that I thought I would have gotten. You know, I, I, it was just it was just very mediocre as far as I'm concerned. It was just very mediocre. A lot of a lot of the stuff was very cliche. If you know, highly predictable, all, all those sorts of things. And uh, it's to me, it was just very mediocre. I had expected to enjoy it more, frankly. Okay. Um, I'm gonna I... come in with I'm gonna come in with a six point five premium. I'll do one of your numbers, a six point five premium. Uh, I, um, you know, it was good to see those two, uh, Julia Roberts and, uh, George Clooney together. Uh, but I thought the plot, they didn't really, um, spend much time developing the plot. Um, I also thought that the, I didn't really, I, I it was a lot that was the many questions that I was asking myself, like, you know, the relationship with the daughter and whoever she had a relationship with, like that was just very quick. Um, everything about it just didn't seem very unbelievable. Even the ending was unbelievable. It it didn't, it didn't really make sense. I didn't see a development with the relationship and, you know, uh, there wasn't enough history that they showed. Uh, so I'm going to go with a low premium. I'm going to go with a five and it gets a five just solely on star power. So, okay. 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 And finally, Ma, um, we're going to go with the live adaption of Beauty and the Beats, the 30th anniversary, uh, starring her, Josh Groban, Shania Twain, um, Martin Short, jo uh, Joshua Henry, um, David Allen Greer and Rita Moreno, who kind of served as a like host slash narrator, kind of. Uh, and so it was a blended showcase of live and animated action. And um, Belle is her and Josh Groban is the beast. And Joshua Henry, who I wasn't familiar with, um, plays Gaston. So my, what are your thoughts on the live Beauty and the Beast? Uh, I enjoyed it a great deal. I was very pleased with her. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised. I was not as familiar with her as apparently uh, some people are. Uh, I had never actually seen her without the big glasses and all that kind of thing. And I was just pleasantly surprised. I, uh, her voice, she was in very good voice. 
Uh, she just played the role. I, I was very happy to see her in the role of Belle. And I think she did Belle justice. And I just enjoyed it all the way around. The performances were uh, excellent. I thought the performances were good. You know, Josh uh, Groban is a, just a wonderful singer. You know, you'll listen to anything he has to sing. And it just was fabulous. I, I liked it. The only uh, thing that I didn't like too much about it was Shania Twain. I didn't think she did the theme to Beauty and the Beast justice. I don't think she, you know, was in such good voice. I mean, I don't know, maybe that's her best voice, who knows? But in any case, I thought she was um, just okay. Not the worst, not the worst, but just okay. I, you know, I don't, I didn't like her rendition of the song, yeah. frankly. Um, apart from that, oh, I thought it was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. Surprisingly so. I mean, I'm a romantic and I love a love story anyway, but uh, I thought they did a really good job and and kudos to her. And and Josh Groban, we already know, we, you know, we already know he just has a monster voice. So I enjoyed it. I um. Uh, yeah. Do you want me to give it? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, it? my my bad. Okay. Yes. I'm going I apologize. To, I'm going to give it an eight point five, and that's going to be top shelf. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I okay. So I thought it was really well done. Um, I thought that Herb did a really good job. Um, I thought she really fit the role of Belle. Um, I thought she had like the cute little, pretty little, innocent look. Um, Josh Groban has that voice of what you think um, someone is going to sing in the Phantom of the Opera. And I, I love that. Um, Gaston, I thought the the actor Joshua Henry, he did a, an excellent job. Um, everyone was really good. Like you said, uh, Shania Twain, uh, I just, maybe her throat was hurting. I don't, I don't know what was going on with Shania, uh, but that wasn't the best rendition of Beauty and the Beast um, that we've heard. And it didn't really fit her, um, like the whole character. So yeah. I wasn't yeah. feeling that whole part. But everything else I thought was good. Oh, the only little criticism I'm going to give, I know you might. You mean the only is, other little the criticism. other little criticism is? Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking about the costume for the beast. Like that, I come on. So that was my. I guess that was my big issue with Beauty and the Beast was the costume, but I'm going to give it a top shelf as well. Um, I thought it was really good. I don't know if you gave it an 8.5 top shelf, but I, I was going to go there I did. too. I gave it an 8.5 top shelf. And I thought it was really just a sweet and very, very endearing movie. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Okay. Okay. So, so oh, now, oh, and and kudos to the dancers. I oh, the dancers! Oh, they had oh, awesome. wonderful dancers. They yeah. had awesome dancers. Okay, guys, just wanted to let you know we appreciate it. Those dancers were really good. Okay, so um, now let's move on to two series that wrapped up. Well, one was a limited series, and it wrapped up, and it was um six episodes of Harry and Meghan. And so we talked about it last week, Ma. Um, I'll just start off with saying that um, I enjoyed the series. Um, I thought it was very entertaining. And overall, overall, I think it was really well done. Um, you know, there was just a couple of things that I, that kind of stood out for me. I do think that the second half of it was very sympathy inducing. Um, I also think that um, 
you know, this is a millennial generation, um, you know, Harry and Meghan, um, and I guess I'm in there too. Um, but I, what I will say is, is that we like to overshare. Um, I personally am not an overshare, but I think just the entire generation and um, some of these things I may, if I was in their shoes, kept to myself. Um, so I get that. But I, I mean, I had a couple of, of, of issues with it just overall in general, um, but I liked it for the most part. Uh, Ma, what are your thoughts on, on, on Harry and Meghan? Well, as I have said many times, you know, in the past, I'm going to say again, I am romantic. I'm mm -hmm. a romantic. Uh, I believe in, you know, true love and fairy tale and all that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I believe in that. And I like that. And I got that from Harry and Meghan. Mm -hmm. In this moment, at this time, mm -hmm. I got that from them. And I don't know what's going to be down the road. I don't have a crystal ball because sometimes stories start wonderfully and end up terribly. And then sometimes they stay wonderful for, you know, a long time. So I don't know. But what I'm going to say is that I got the feeling that they both, you know, cared about each other. They fought it out. They did whatever. They argued it out and they supported each other and they just did everything because it's a lot for him because that is his family you know, and, but then he knows some uh, or everything that his own mom went through, you know, with all the, the overall disrespect, you mm -hmm. know, just, just in general from everyone, from her husband, the press, the husband's family, just, you know, and, and also from being much beloved by the public. So the whole thing, and, and, you know, uh, he has gone through that. So I know this was difficult for him to be put in that situation with his wife, you know, so now this is a whole nother thing. So I kind of already had a soft spot for, you know, Harry and Meghan. I already had a soft spot. That's my bias. Okay. That's the truth of it. And well, you know, when you, if you agree to do a, a documentary, then I think you're supposed to be sharing. I think that's the purpose of a documentary to share. And so I, I was fine with them sharing. I wanted them to share. I wanted to hear about, you know, when you were upset, when you felt vulnerable and, and what your experience really was, you know, I, I, you know, okay, no, go. No, I'm, you know, I'm totally fine with that. Like I said, overall, I really enjoyed it. I just think that these, you know, these two in particular, they are, as we use the word privilege, I'm not a huge fan of, they, you know, have a lot of, you know, people Material of influence and, and celebrity yeah. friends and, and now their own money. Um, and, you know, we look at them and, you know, they're very fortunate and, you know, very, you know, if you believe in, in blessed okay. and all these other things. And so, yeah. I sure. mean, I think that's kind of, and, and, you know, and they, okay. they complained okay. a lot, okay. um, you know, well, and I, I they, get it. I don't I know get if they it. complained or they told what happened yeah you know I mean yeah. there's a fine line there's I, a fine line there and that's well, my issue no, okay fine line. Go ahead. okay Sorry. in any event uh I enjoyed I enjoyed it I watched everything I watched mm -hmm. it in its entirety and I enjoyed it very much and I'm glad they're still together and mm -hmm. I wish them well oh and me too I, res mm -hmm. I respect and admire them very much she has a whole thing going with her family where, you know, 
there was estrangement or I don't know if you want to call it complete estrangement, but she certainly wasn't that close to some of her family members. And all of a sudden they were being interviewed. And to me, they were just being opportunistic. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I believe that I believe, you know, most of everything she said, if not all. Well, and, the, and the only reason I won't say all is because it's good to avoid absolutes. But I certainly felt that uh, that the two of them were truthful and what they said. Now, how you view it is up to you. I don't think she ever said that she didn't feel that she was privileged in some ways, you know, by being married to him. I don't think they ever did. I, I, never, I never had the sense that she was as appreciative as she should be. But I also feel, I, I preface this, Ma, I say the royal family, um, they're petty, they're jealous, and I don't get them. They seem like a cold. Right. Like and then when you people. say appreciative. But not Megan and be. Harry. And I understand why they would want to okay. get away from Here's that. Here's the thing about it. But hey, maybe she wasn't appreciative at all. Maybe she resented some of the things for many. Well, my, nobody has a perfect life. You know, yeah. just because well, you marry a prince doesn't mean that your life well, is but perfect. And maybe that's the everybody's privacy is not invaded to that degree either. Well, there's a price that you pay for everything. Well, she decided it wasn't worth the price to pay. And, and she, she decided the price was too high. And, and so did Harry. And now, and now they have, you know, really like billionaire celebrity friends who can help them out. And they also, you know, have and people besides, that they can ask for, for a they're job. Telling, they're and, not, they're not complaining about their circumstances now. They're just explaining to you why they left. I, I, I get it. But there's that part of me that's just like, you know, I really enjoyed it. And I'm happy for you guys. I want everyone to be happy. I think, and I like I the love story. Were, I don't think they but, were as whiny as you think they were. I, I don't I don't think that about them. I, and I don't I don't think that there was a lot of I think they were trying there. to explain. I think they were trying to explain to or explaining to the public yeah. why they left. Even though you think it's so beautiful and so wonderful and so lovely, here are some of the things that we experienced I understand. that made it difficult for us to stay. I understand. I completely believe that they felt, you know, they had to endure racism. They had to endure uh, the, the monarchy who is just really all about protecting and, the and monarchy. Having and having being controlled mm -hmm. and having no privacy. Mm -hmm. How about being your life being totally dictated to, to mm -hmm. you know, your behavior and so on and so forth. There was a lot of things. And now because you know, of the connections you, that the royal family had, they're able to make millions and millions of dollars. And and good, so be it. Okay, there's you understand what I'm saying, Ma. There's a price that to me that you pay for every choice that you make, and they paid the price. Okay, all right. Anyway, I I would I would recommend that people watch it. I thought it was interesting. Right. Absolutely, I enjoyed it very much. I'd watch it again and again, and I enjoyed it very very much. Okay. And I'm and, happy that that Megan is a, a a black woman or a woman of color and in that position. But she I just realized, though, um, along the, the filming of this, that, you know, that she was uh, being treated like a black woman. She hadn't, didn't realize that beforehand. Well, I don't think she said that. And I don't think she I don't she think said she, no, 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 that she no, had never think, been treated I, like I don't a think, black woman. I don't before. think she I don't think she said she didn't realize she was a black woman. I I heard what she said. Okay. And I'm not gonna take issue with that because I don't know what she meant, but I'm I will say this, it's open to interpretation. Okay.
So I don't, um, I don't think at any point this young lady who was raised by her mother and father, I don't think that she ever thought that she was not a black woman. I, I, I won't buy she that. She had never been treated like a black woman before. Well, I think by that she meant that she hadn't been treated. Uh, she hadn't experienced so much racism. That was my interpretation. Okay. So let's move on to uh, the season finale of White Lotus season two. And my, this was, I don't know what you thought about it. There was a lot going on here um, with season two. Um, the, the, the three men, the three generations, uh, the Bert, uh, who was it? Uh, Dominique and Alvi. I don't really know that I really liked their ending. Um, I guess um, Michael Imprioli, I guess he was going to try to reconcile with his wife. Um, the older man, I, I I really just don't have any clue what the hell he was doing. And the young Albie, it was very predictable that he was going to be, he was being taken advantage of. And that's what happened with him. There was nothing really that happened in that situation. He was a um, willing uh, participant, you know. So, correct. No matter know. what everybody told him, he was just right. like, no, no, no. He, he, he did what he wanted to do so. So he had that experience. So good. Uh, Daphne and Ethan, Cameron and Harper. Um, this is where I have to apologize to you, Ma, and you were completely correct. It appears that um, Cameron um, and his wife, Daphne, were into swinging. That yeah. is what it completely seems like they were doing i um you know maybe trying to get some money on too but it seemed like at the end cameron found some money right didn't it seem like he found some money from somewhere well, he to found some from somewhere yeah to to play to pay uh to pay, the uh, sex worker lucia or whatever yes yeah. right that's some money from somewhere so, so you saw it i didn't and i apologize to you ten thousand times you don't need mind. to apologize it's not a big deal you know it's just as that's what it was um and uh, part that I didn't really like the way Portia, um, Tanya, uh, Jennifer Coolidge's assistant, I didn't really like the way Portia uh, reacted to everything. And just like, just in general, when she was in the car with Jack, um, to me, I would have never gotten in a car with someone who I thought was a grifter, with someone who I thought was in cahoots with bigger criminals. Right, um, I just wouldn't have gotten someone. In that car. Someone that actually may have been attempting to kill you. Right. Yeah, that seemed yeah. really silly to me. And then he let her off in the middle of the road or whatever, uh, some abandoned, desolate area. I don't know. Yeah, right. that was odd. That was odd. But that, you know, that was very odd. I guess um, I guess that was him showing that he had heart, you know, rather than to you know just actually kill her because I think the plan was that he was supposed to kill he her. He was right? a killer, yeah. You know? Yeah, so I guess he was And then he seemed him. like he was offended like by when she like was saying telling the truth, he was like what? And Well, he was well, he was embarrassed. He was. He, he, he was really just embarrassed. Mm -hmm. he, I mean, he had some sort of reaction there, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, so I would say that he was embarrassed because he was coming across as Mr. Lothario with her and then mm -hmm. she found out, well, he's Lothario with everybody, you know. So, uh, you know, so be it. You know, he didn't seem so macho at that point. 
Man, something right? was going on. Yeah. yeah. And my, I need yeah. you to take it away with Tanya, a.k.a. Jennifer Coolidge. What were your thoughts on the big reveal well, with her? Let me just tell you the one sensible thing that I saw Tanya do. Because the, the entire the series, you know, she was just a nut. She was just goofy. She was over emotional. Everything she did was foolish. One thing she did, one thing she did, in my opinion, that was really sensible. And what when was she, that? When she started shooting through that door, oh. she, she found that pistol. Mm-hmm. And I said, Tanya, shoot, shoot, girl, come out shooting. Whatever yeah. you do, come out shooting. And that's what she did. Yeah. And I said, and I was, I was saying, Tanya, shoot everything moving. Just shoot it because it's you or them. Mm-hmm. Save yourself. Because you know that was your her last chance. Mm-hmm. And she did all that. And made it out, and then I, well, I don't know. That's on you, whatever. You go ahead, Maya. You can say she, people she know. Did all that, and then she reverted back to her silliness again. She chases the captain away. Now she knows this is the captain. She knows this man can sail this boat. He can handle this yacht. Okay. She chases him away instead of using the gun to tell him get over here and sail this boat and get me to shore. Mm-hmm. She chases him away, and or he runs, and she doesn't try to stop him, mm-hmm. and she dives off the boat and bangs her head on the dinghy or whatever type of little boat it was, mm-hmm. and that's the end of Tanya. So no more Jennifer Coolidge for White Lotus season yeah, three, ridiculous. and they are doing a White Lotus season three. Mom, what are your yeah. what yeah. do you give White Lotus season two? What are your 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 rating for it? What is your rating? Seven premium. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give um, it a premium uh, for all the potential that it had. Mm-hmm. But I'm also giving it a seven for all the potential it did not realize. Okay. All, the, all the potential it did not capitalize on. Okay. So I, I feel you. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm kind of with you on it. Um, I um I've started to enjoy it as the season progressed, and we were trying to figure out who was going to die because we know we knew from yeah. the beginning that someone was going to die, and I think that's just kind of like oh, yeah. you know the 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 plot, the way um White Lotus, the formula they follow, and oh, so yeah. I'm gonna go with a premium as well, a seven point five. Um, and you know this is a, a huge drop because the first season I gave a top shelf nine. And so, yeah, yeah. it's not as good as the first season. No, no. As far as I'm concerned, not nearly as good. You Mm -hmm. know, you know, far more nonsensical, you know, not as engaging, not at all, not Mm -hmm. at all. So in any event, uh, I'm sad to see Jennifer Coolidge go. I really didn't even want to consider them, you know, um, killing her off because Mm -hmm. to me, she was, even with all her foolishness, she had a lot going on. She was always interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And it was a lot of potential for future, for future episodes, Mm -hmm. you know? just based on her experience, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, um, like I said, seven, I'm going with seven and I hope they step up their game for season three. Okay. All right. So we both went with a premium, so we'll see. Um, all right. Uh, I'm not going to get into this too much because we've talked about the show, but we haven't seen the finale yet. Um, we recommend you guys go watch um, Welcome to Chippendales on Hulu. 
Um, oh, yeah. if, if you get an opportunity, really good, um, you know, based on a true story. Um, and that's to me, the yes, way it is it, so it, far uh, is a top shelf. Oh, yeah. Definite top shelf. Surprisingly interesting. Lots of twists and turns going on on there. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. So right. let's so let's move on to a couple of updates. Um, uh, so this is I guess this is an update. So, my, you know that uh, Trump had a big announcement. And I heard he did. Yeah. Instead of, uh, I think a lot of people thought it was going to do something pertaining to a 2024 presidential campaign, but instead he announced a line of digital trading cards in his likeness that I think were supposed to be $99 each. I don't know if you have any thoughts on this, by or what was it's going on. It's a bargain. On. It's a bargain. It's oh. a bargain. $99? Makes sense to me. To, to have a digital image of Trump? That's a bargain. Right. Who wouldn't? Right. Who wouldn't? How many did you get for your friends for Christmas, Peg? Um, I think that if I ever purchase anything <laughs> like that, they would never speak to me again. So I, I passed on this one. My, my friends would laugh. My friends would know that I had had one cocktail too many. All right. If, if I purchased something like that. I couldn't believe, look, this man has been a grifter all along. Yeah. He's been a grifter, con artist, whatever you want to call him all along and he just now has no ain't no shame in his game and there should be some shame in his game yeah. no dignity no nothing just gimme 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 and he's yeah. grabbing all he can with both hands just getting whatever yeah when we know he likes to grab things it's just that's right <laughs> and he's and he's grabbing all he can he grabs money and the coochie everything it's just, it's just ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. It should make people feel like a fool for voting for him. Okay, I agree. Mm -hmm. uh, also, my so Elon Musk um, is suspending journalists and press on Twitter, and now he's no longer the richest man in the world. And the 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 Twitter, uh, not Twitter, the uh, Tesla investors are they're saying that they're blaming Elon for the worst year ever. Uh, for Tesla, right? Like I said, he's number two. He's still worth 170 plus billion, and the number one is Bernard Allnut, who he is worth 180 plus billion. And so, Tesla stock has fallen, and Twitter okay. is struggling. Okay. What are your thoughts, Ma? I or think is you that know. I think it? he's an. I think he's an egomaniac with too much money. I think he's a fool and an egomaniac. I think he wants to control as much as he can control. And mm -hmm. I think that's why he's playing whatever game he's playing with Twitter. Oh, yeah. And I think he'll just act out whatever his emotions are with Twitter. Yeah. And then that's I... what I think of him. That's what okay. I thought of him before. And that's what I think of him now. Yeah, it's getting worse. And, and it just kind of makes you think about Elon when you look at him from a perspective of you know many people were were declaring him a genius and I think that was very premature um I not only do I not think he's the best person in the world um I don't necessarily think he um likes to take advice of people who know more than he does no so I'll just leave that alone yeah well you know um, once you get that kind of money you know things become unreal yeah yeah. So, um, you know, on another note, on a much, much sadder note, my, I'm going to take a little sip um, to say RIP to Twitch, um, a.k.a. Stephen Boss. 
yeah. that died at the age of 40 due to suicide and it's being reported that he left a suicide note by you want to lead a toast for a special toast yeah, for twitch yeah. rest in peace twitch and um uh, our hearts go out to you and we're so hurt that none of us uh recognized or or even knew or understood you know the pain that you were in and how to help you and and moving forward, I hope we all grow and learn to recognize the symptoms and reach out um, to each other, you know. And um, I don't know, just rest in peace. It was it was a shock. It was just it was just a shock, you know. A person who had what we refer to as success, mm-hmm. you know, but but who knows the heart and the mind? Who knows the inside? And um, I'm sorry we missed all the signs. I think we did. And too little, too late, or or we missed them all completely. Uh, you know, I, the public had no awareness. I'm sorry, sweetie. Go ahead. Just, no, it's fine. Um, I was just yeah. gonna say that um, you know, Twitch was a wonderful dancer. I mean, every time that I saw Twitch, he just always brought a lot of joy to me um with his different dance moves and i love the we just saw him in the nutcracker and the nutcracker yeah and we highly recommend you go see that we gave that a top shelf um and and absolutely it was you know in the hip-hop nutcracker yeah and and i really um liked the love story that he and his wife has yeah, and yeah. I, I just on uh, so you think you could dance. Yeah, and, and she yeah. um also went on dancing with the stars. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, as a yeah. you know a professional dancer, and so I you know just you know hope the the best for her and you know that family, and it just and, makes yeah. you sad. And you know, my like you always say, you know, check on people. You don't know what's going on in people's life, what's going on in their mind and their heart, and you don't know what people dream of at night. Yeah. So, um, you know, have have grace. So, okay. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Rest in peace and love. Rest in paradise. Switch. Okay. Okay. So, my, we're gonna switch things up to something a lot less, um, uh, you know, a little bit more uh, upbeat. I don't know if it's upbeat, but it's just silly. So by the next holiday party photo went viral and it, it was a, a photo of seven couples and these are all basketball players and their partners. So my why, why do you think it went viral? Uh, they didn't have on any clothes. Uh, some of the partners, uh, some of the partners were male, some were female, some were gendered, you know, or and, and or trans well uh, no something a little bit different so um there were seven cup seven couples and right. they were ma- the majority of the couples were it was a black basketball player and they yeah. had white partners there was one who was from ukraine a basketball player and his partner was a black female right twitter went off on the other six who were black or of color having white female partners okay now whatever is it that we live in that that would be something that would go viral okay like what what i mean what are your thoughts on that i i don't know i don't know i I don't know what segment that was and i don't know what they were saying i can't even they didn't say anything it was just a picture 
It's a picture of the, of the seven couples. Yeah, well, you say people went off on it. What? Uh, who went off? Well, just people on Twitter. And well, that's you know what? what? I'm who I'm even knows sure. who's on Twitter anymore? Right. That's right. I'm. I mean, what demographic are you even talking to? Right. So I, 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 you know, I can't even respond to that. But uh, you know, keep it moving because that's like old news. Old news, and you, and obviously, you know, I'm in an inter interracial relationship marriage. Are you? Um. So. Yeah, I, I think that I don't know, I thought your husband was just light skin. Well, he's all those things. Yeah, white, okay. white. He's all those things. Okay. okay. All, right. all right. So, so what you know, guys, just in general, stop the foolishness. Let people live their life and and stop. Okay. Whatever. Don't worry. I, if it, I it was game to even come up with the things I came up with because I thought they were ridiculous enough. Right. But that's even more silly. Yeah. Okay. So, so my, let's talk about the reality show um, that we watched from last episode, and we we saw the finale. Uh, back in the groove. Back and in this the was groove. presented by Tay Diggs, and there was three uh, lovely ladies: Steph, forty one; Brooke, forty two; and Sparkle, forty three. And they were sad. They had a lot of younger suitors. All of them were younger suitors. Some were half the age, but most most wasn't really half the age, but just younger. So, my, what are your thoughts on? I love Back in the Groove. I thought it was good fun. Uh, I thought they met a lot of interesting guys. Some of them appeared and behaved uh, and very maturely, mm-hmm. and then some of them were, you know, behaved, you know, age appropriately or what you would predict, you know, mm-hmm. uh, would be age appropriate. Um, and I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought the energy was good. I thought the ladies looked great. They were in, you know, good spirits. They were um, physically in good shape. Uh, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was really good. Um, I would caution the ladies to not come on a show like that and say they're looking for security and stability. Brooke, I would, I would like to ma- call it out. Yeah, it doesn't matter which one, just in general. Okay. What what I what well, I mean, but it was Brooke. But what it ended up being Brooke, okay? But but what I would say is that um for the ladies to go on there and get their groove back and you know and have fun and enjoy the weekend and then see how things go. I mean, you never know. Ma, I'm gonna I'm gonna need you to to be a little bit more detailed with this, okay? Okay, so what do you want to talk about specifically? Okay, so their choices. All right, so Steph chose Leroy. Steph is 41. Well, she was attracted to Leroy all the way through, but in the end, she did not choose Leroy. And what did you think about that? And and I I, I, I agree with her choice a thousand percent. You agree I, that she should have been attracted to him because I thought oh, they were no, other no, guys. No, I that agree she that she been. should not. No, I agree that she should not have chosen him. Now, this thing about should be attracted to him. Well, what is it that you're trying to do? She said he made her laugh. I could see him making people laugh. I can see that. If that's what she's looking for, he was fine. But she decided that he is not a person that he wanted to continue, that she wanted to continue with because she wanted somebody who maybe didn't make her laugh that much, but was more compatible with her Mm -hmm. or was she saw him as being more serious, whereas Mm -hmm. Leroy, she didn't see him as being um, mature or that serious. And I I got it. But my, didn't he early on 
kind of show his cards, the way he reacted well, she, when he well, found she out. she kept giving him chances. She kept saying, let's see. And you don't think there goes. was other guys there that were very attractive and that might make her laugh if she would have given them a chance? Uh, Yes. Okay. And she probably did herself a disservice, mm -hmm. but she liked Leroy. Okay. She liked it. Did I mean, you like Leroy, Bob? No. Okay. Leroy looked like he needed to get his braids tightened up. He hadn't got his head together for the show. He knew he was coming on there, you know. So, no, I did not like his looks. I didn't like his attitude. I didn't like too much about Leroy. But, right. you know, I didn't see his body. I didn't have, you know. Well, that was a reason because they all showed their body. Well, I didn't see Leroy's body that Maybe much. he didn't feel that confident in it. Well, whatever. Which is fine. But, but I'm know. saying she saw it. I don't she care about that. like it. And okay. then she liked the and she liked the way that Leroy listened to her when she talked talked about her experience, you mm -hmm. know, because she had gone through a recent trauma and mm -hmm. she talked about it with Leroy and Leroy was comforting to her. I mean, okay. there's all kind of intangibles. There's all kind of wow. reasons that you like people, you know, maybe she liked him because he didn't judge her or whatever. You know, maybe she liked the way he smelled. I don't know what she liked, but she liked him, okay? I'm not okay. going to, you know, I'm not going to, you know. And he didn't treat her. You're badly. not falling for my bait, ma? Uh, no. And and he did not treat her badly. Now, okay. the only issue I have is when you somebody is just mistreating you and you just okay. going for it, you know. But I didn't like not, the way he reacted when he found out that her son was on the show. I didn't well, I think that that well, wasn't. Well, I understood nice. that somewhat because to me she could have taken him to the side and told him because they had a little special thing but they told everybody that's what i'm saying that was the problem she didn't treat him any special she just made a big open announcement and him and her had had their little time together and he she could have told him specially but she did not so i mean i kind of understand that he didn't feel special and he also didn't know what other surprises she may have been keeping so, I mean, I understand him being just a little taken aback by, you know, what by her announcement. Okay. So, so, so I understand her giving him another chance after that. Okay. okay. So let's wrap it up, but yet you telling me to go in. Okay. Really, Ma? Yeah, really. So go ahead. So now this what? is all part of production. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. All right. So oh, how I about you're the producer too? Okay. How about Brooklyn? <laughs> Brooke and crew. Brooke and crew. How about uh, that? Look, look, call it what it is. Brooke and crew had to been very intimate. They had to, you know, they had slept together and, you know, Brooke was just uh, feeling the euphoria of the moment. And that's what it was. She was not thinking, using her head or anything. You told me this man was going around learning how to tattoo and all this here and no other job. And he was 30 years old and he just was going from pillar to post. We don't even know where he lived. We think he lived in his grandma's basement or something like that. We don't know. Is that what they said? I don't know. But or are you just making that up? I'm making it up. But okay. anyhow, <laughs> but anyway... But anyway, well, well, they're making up stuff on the show too. So sure, they are. But that yeah, was good, you know, That was all the same. So, but anyhow, um, to make oh, a little story, she, she just was. liked him, and she remember she was singing the next morning. And oh, I remember when she had her experience. Yeah, so that's all. You know, she found. I'm sure she she had was a virgin experience. before. Right. She had a good experience with him, and she wanted it to keep keep it going. That's all. She wasn't 
thinking about anything serious with him. Not at all. I look, I, I listen, I don't th- I, I agree with you. I don't think that she but see, she pretended that she wanted she said she wanted a family and da, 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 and this person to me didn't seem like a stable partner. He seemed actually younger than 30. He looked a little bit older than 30. Whatever. You know, that's fine. That, I'm not talking about his looks, but I'm just saying um, he didn't seem like he was the most stable person to for a woman who wants to have a family right away. And wants no. to get married. That's where I'm going no. with Brooke. Um, I liked no. all of the ladies, but Brooke seemed to me like she was on a fairy tale. Yeah, Brooke my was girl. Serious. Yeah, my girl Steph. To me, of oh, Steph, sorry, Sparkle. To me, she played it just right. She came on the show to have fun. Um, she met uh uh what was Steven? it Steven. Steven right Steven yeah. Steph's son Steph who son, was 22 right. right and she liked them. But I also think in the back of her head, she knows I like him. He's cute. Don't know if it's going to be serious, but I'm going to enjoy this time. While it lasts. While it lasts. Yeah, what right. it is. And, right. I, and I love that about Sparkle. I thought oh, that yeah. she had Sparkle the right had idea. a very good attitude. Right. Sparkle had a wonderful attitude. Right. And she yeah. chose to, you know, step in the end. Yeah. I mean, I mean Stephen in the end. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm, I'm, I was feeling it. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the whole thing. I like the whole idea. I like the whole concept. I, I liked it a lot. Okay, well, whatever. I mean, to me, it was really good. Um, I thought it was really well done. Um, and yeah, I mean, I, I would definitely like say, check it out, guys. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. All right. So my, I think there's something else that we need to talk about. Whenever you get ready, daughter. <laughs> what I'm doing why are you, I mean, it's kind of gap there, you know. <laughs> hey, whatever. You would you taking a nap there? What's going on? Um, I'm really just trying to. I'm relaxing. You know, this is the only time that I can like chill. Okay, okay. so my tequila. That's what it yeah, is. I think it's the, tequila that's getting to me. Okay, all right, ma. So we need to tell. Um, so we need to talk about New Year's resolutions. We've been talking about all the Christmas lists. New so Year's my, resolutions. Oh my yes, goodness. yes, my. I so, don't even think I have any. Okay, go ahead. So my here is the top twenty um, New Year's resolutions, and I, I can name I can name one of them. You you can. Okay, I want if you to let me one. know if any of these are on your list. Okay. Oh, okay. Go number twenty. Don't buy things you don't need. Yes, that is on my list because I'm always doing that. Yes, it should be on mine, but it's not. Uh, number 19, call a friend instead of texting them. Yes. 100%. That's on my list too. Cause I, I'm, I almost call no one. I text okay. everyone. Okay. Yeah. 18, talk to yourself with kindness. Oh, wow. I think I do that. I know I do somebody not. that does. Yes, you I do, do not. I need you but to do I that. do that maybe too much, but <laughs> I do that. Okay. Go ahead. 17, stop multitasking. You know, that's all that I do. Oh, that's your middle name. Not me. Go. <laughs> 16, take part of your paychecks and put it in savings or investments. I do that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15, drink more water. I drink enough water for you. You, you drink both. enough water for both of us. Right. Okay, I can increase my water. I buy a lot of water, but I don't necessarily drink a lot of water. Okay. Number 14, write down one thing you're grateful for every night. I do not do that. I do not write it down, 
but I think about it. I have it in my head and I say the thank you every day. Yeah. I need to do that. So, yeah. 13, travel on a small budget. Don't do that. You do not travel on a small budget. I, don't. I need you, to work you, on you, that. No, you travel on a, a huge budget. And I need to travel more. You do. See? And then, and that might happen. Yeah. Now you yeah. never know. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, number 12, volunteer. I need to volunteer more. I have not volunteered a lot in the recent years. I did used to, but not recently. I, that needs to be on my list as well. I have not volunteered as much. Well, I consider my whole career one big volunteer, but uh, I haven't. But not recently, as though. Much, not yeah. recently, right. But I have certainly volunteered extensively in the past. Yeah. For sure. 100%. Mm -hmm. um, number 11, reduce your waste. Um. I need to work on that. I need to work on that. Um, I, I, I have been working on that and have been having a level of success, but I'm going to- No, no, waste my trash. Oh, oh waste, W-A-S-T-E. Uh, yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, uh, I have not worked on that and I need to. Right. I have not worked on that. In fact, yeah, I, I do. That needs to be a priority with me because I have a lot of boxes and packages and, and everything that I could be a lot more diligent about, you know, disposing of and recycling and so forth. Yeah. Number That's 10, turn, turn off your phone one night a week. I don't do that. I never do, I that. do that. I never do that. Number nine, clear out the clutter. Yeah. Mm, working on it. I, I, I'm not too bad with clutter. I'm, I would give myself, I would give myself, um, I'd give myself a top shelf eight. Okay. okay. Good. I, I could bump it up to a nine or a 10, but I'd give myself a top shelf eight, you okay. know, relative I'm, to where I was. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a premium and I want to get to top shelf with that. Okay. Okay. Number seven, read a book a month. Yeah. The, do um, audio books count? And yeah. if they don't, then I okay. Oh, yeah. Well, then that's good. Then I okay. then I'm on par with that. But yeah. I I would like to just read too. You know, yeah, I think we like lost that hold art. The physical book in your hand and read right. it. Yeah, and sit down and read it. Because whereas audio books, half the time you're doing other things with the audio book playing. Yeah, right. Number, yes. Well, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Number six, do random acts of kindness. So I do acts of kindness, but I don't know how random they are. Yeah, because most of your acts of kindness are toward people you already know and love. Right. They're so, not so random. Right. So I need to work yeah. on that. Yeah, that random aspect to it. You're kind kind of across the board, but not so randomly. That that yeah. applies to me as well. Number five, go a whole day without checking your email. That hasn't happened to me in years. I have not done that. There hasn't been a day and I will say the past, maybe seven, eight, well, I was in maybe well, six, well, seven it's years. difficult for you to, you can't really do that so easily right. because you have too many businesses going. You can't, you know, you can't, it's not, you know, I don't know how you're going to do that. You right. got you, you to keep it going with that. You can't do that. The, if, if personal email, yes, but in yours, you can't, you know. Number four, give one compliment a day. I don't know if I'm conscious of it, but I do compliment people. I don't know if I do it a day. 
but I do compliment. I think I'd give a compliment, a compliment a day to you. Oh, well, maybe not. Okay. <laughs> I'll just leave that alone. I know that you love me and you care about me and think, you know, nice things about me, but I'll leave that alone. Okay. Number three. <laughs> Number three. Stop gossiping. Not I don't I don't gossip. No, we don't gossip. We, we don't gossip, but we don't yeah. gossip. No. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, work out to feel good, not be thinner. I work out um, both. quite often for both. Right, um, for both. Yeah. yeah. And and that's what you should be doing for yeah. both, right? Well, I'm, I'm okay with my- Not you, I mean, every all of us. Yeah. 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 But I enjoy working out. It It's good mm -hmm. for me. I need to. Well, I don't. Um, it's good for me too, but I don't enjoy it. Okay. Well, next year. Uh, number one, focus on a passion. Or tomorrow, you know, whichever. Focus on a passion, not the way you look. Working on that. I'm working on that. I'm not where I need to be with that. No? Okay. All right. So, Ma, that's the end that of the... That was it? That's that it. Was that it? was number one. Okay. Oh, you know what? I, I thought it was going to be lose weight. But that was just kind of a variation on the same lose weight theme, really. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because yeah. okay. yeah, people resolve to lose weight, right? That's yeah, resolution. That's got to be like number one. Oh, for sure, mm -hmm. for sure. Okay. I mean, all right. But you know, I think it should be that people just be healthier. It's not about the number; it's about being healthy. And I think I'll, I think we all need to focus on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a, yeah, but there's a strong correlation between the weight and the health. And people try to dismiss it, but okay. if you but if you're big enough, bad health is inevitable. Thank you know, if you um, get big enough. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll just leave that alone. But I understand. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. All right, Ma. I need you to tell me three things that made you smile. The sun, hey, the sun rising, the stars shining, and the moon glowing. For me, um, so Michael Nance, uh, Adamola Adewele, um, Walker Brumskin are all, all attended Yale Law School and they own 38 grocery stores and they receive $13.5 to open up six more. So congratulations to those uh, brothers, to those young brothers. Just wanted to point that out. Uh, number two, Mariah Carey. I'm looking forward to her. Mariah Car uh, Merry Christmas to all airing December 20th at 8 p.m. And we'll talk about it. It's going to be on Paramount. Okay. Mer uh, Merry Christmas, Mariah. Congratulations to those brothers. Okay. And, and number three, Ma. And number uh, three. Rihanna released a video of her what little boy on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, little ASAP Junior. Yeah, oh, he was so cute. Oh, so I thought cute. that was really good. We're together, right? He's yes. the baby is, is like mommy and daddy together, right? Yeah. So, Ma, oh, is there anything oh, that you want to oh, say before me. before we go? Because we've yes. been talking a lot on yes. this episode. Yes, I want everyone to, um, like I always say, please, please enjoy the holiday. And I got to say this to you. Please do not drink and drive. I know that sounds corny and, uh, you know, the, you know, it sounds paternalistic. Uh, I, you know, if you're drinking, I'm pre presuming that we're all adults, 
but please do not drink and drive. Get that Uber, you know, stay overnight with a or friend lift. or whichever, or get that lift or whatever, get whatever you get, yeah. you know. Um, but please do not get behind that wheel. The life you save may be mine. No, that's true. Enjoy, enjoy the holidays and much love to everyone. And thank you so much for embracing the Bambushi Happy Hour. So thanks, guys, um, for listening to the Bambushi Happy Hour. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at the Bambushi Happy Hour and also All Things Pays You. Check out our YouTube channel at All Things Pays You, the home of the Bambushi Happy Hour. Guys, email us at info at the Bambushi Happy Hour. Uh, dot com we appreciate you um you know we have two more shows after this one to go guys for this year thank you so much for being supportive of us we appreciate you we see you be safe enjoy your holidays bye bye